Howdy, and welcome to Your Why. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. You can't start with howdy. That's how I start every episode. I know, but it's so Aggie-like. Yeah, because I'm an Aggie. <sighs> We're in Texas. Yes, we are. <laughs> I wore the shirt for you. <laughs> yeah. It's a great shirt. Isn't it a great uh, shirt? It's very subtle. Sorry. You want to take two? Howdy, and welcome to Your Why, Season 3, Episode 7, the season finale of Season 3. Uh, today we have Laura Smith and Saeed Perez on from Spring Spirit, and today our co-host is Joseph Clam. Welcome back, Joseph. Hey, thanks, Evan. It's good to be back, and congratulations on wrapping up a third successful season. It's hard to imagine that it's been three seasons already. Yeah, it is, especially in the face of a pandemic. There was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, you know... I was on the last podcast <laughs> as we were entering into a season of life that we never could have imagined. Well, yeah, this is a good segue because I actually have that on the outline. I know. I saw that on the notes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, I was um, providing you the segue. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. So, yeah, no, it's um, it's interesting to look back because, I mean, we're coming up on a year since everything mm-hmm. really locked down and you know everything started to happen. And it's like, that day in particular always stands out to me because I remember being in a meeting with all a bunch of other local nonprofits and churches just talking about Spring Spirit. And it was really like coming. Remember one of, I can't I forget which church was like, yeah, we just canceled our mission trip that's supposed to happen in a couple of weeks. And I, that was the first church I heard of really starting to shut things down. And later that day, we go in to film the podcast episode with CIS. Yeah. Uh, and so, and then I remember you had, we couldn't even record the intro and the outro afterwards because you got called into a meeting. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think about it now and we sat in the small studio, uh, sitting on a couch, no mask, uh, definitely closer than six feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there was six feet of space in that room no. at the time. I mean, we would, that'd be unheard of now. Yeah, that would be. And that's, uh, yeah, that's why whenever we, we had to stop the podcast and that was a big factor there were other factors as well but like that that was one of the biggest factors was, it was just looking at it, it was like there's no way yeah. we can continue to record in that space like that small of a space right and so you know look at where we're at now yeah it's, you're moving on up in the world yeah it, but if you think about it so we had that podcast and great content great conversation with, with a, a, another partner ministry our organization in communities and schools and you know, we were having that conversation in light of of all these other external forces that were at work, and um, we really had no clue what was, was going to be coming. And you, you know, you mentioned that we're coming up on a year. It, it's hard to imagine that that this has been a year. Uh, I mean, it's it, in some ways it seems like it's three or four or five years, um, yeah. and in some ways it seems like um, it, it's, it's been like that. Um, still feels like it's March of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time has just stood still. Yeah. Um, but, but we, we now, uh, in, in January of 2021, we live in a completely different world than we did in March of 2020. Yeah. And I, I think one thing that's really interesting talking to some of our partners here at, um, Chapelwood, 
both on the global and the local side of things and hearing how people have just had to be so creative with the way they do ministry and the way they reach people and they just try to help and serve people around them. And I think it's in trying to find the silver lining in it. I think there's been a lot of places that usually like, oh, this is just the way we've done things for years now. And no, we're not going to try to rethink the will. We're not going to try to think of a better way to do it. But this has forced people to do that. And I think there's going to be a lot of things that come out of this that people are going to continue to do because they realize, oh, there is a better way to reach people. There's a better way to serve people here. And, you know, I think that as you look back on the year and you look back at COVID, that's one thing that will always, that will stand out to me is that it just really pushing that thought, that creativity there and ministry and everything. Yeah. And for, for me, it's even highlighted in, in our interview today um, that there, there's in, in some ways COVID has redefined a lot of our, um, our, our understandings of certain things. So like the, the church, you know, at chapel, we've as a whole, we've re, we've gained a new understanding of what the church is. The church is not, uh, we've always known the church is not just a building. But now we've even recognized that the church is not the, the time or place of, of the gathering of people for worship on Sunday or, or the, the opportunity to gather in person. That, that the church, even if, if, even if social distancing is required, that the church as the body of Christ is active and, and living and is involved in the transformative kingdom building work that God is, is uh, engaged in. And so, it, you know, for, for spring spirit, they've had to also see, oh, we are, we are more than just a place where teams when, when a spring baseball season gets canceled for youth across the country. And, and you're a part of an organization that baseball and sports is a cornerstone of it. You know, what does that mean? Well, they've under, they understand that, they are more than just a baseball program. They really are uh, uh, an organization that is in the whole child. Yeah. Well, and I think that's been, you know, as we're on the season finale and I look back on this season, that's been one of my favorite parts. Just like what we're saying is hearing these organizations talk about, you know, how they're continuing to reach. And, you know, it has been, it's been stressful on everybody, whether it's the ministry, the nonprofit, whether it's the person they're serving, everyone's been going through their own hardship, their own stress. Uh, and, you know, this to me is why you have to have a why behind what you're doing. You have to have mm -hmm. that passion, that desire, and really understanding what that is. Because if you don't, it's easy at the end of the day to throw your hands up and say, so I don't want to do, do this anymore. That's so true. And so I have enjoyed, you know, again, more than ever, I think that has been you're really having to ask your question these times. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Yeah. And that's why I love this podcast and sitting down and talking to these people about that. Stuff. That's great. Um, all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump into that interview now with Saeed and Laura. Um, and we'll catch you back here. All right. We are now here with Laura Smith and Saeed Perez. Did I say that name right? Yes. It's correct. Man. Okay. Thank great. You. <laughs> <laughs> all good. So y'all want to kind of give us a little introduction to who y'all are and what y'all do with Spring Spirit? Sure. You want me to go first? Okay. I'm Laura Smith, and I am the Director of Education for Spring Spirit. I've been doing that for three years, and then uh, most recently, I've become the Acting Director, of the Campus Director for Campbell Road, so the new um, location that we're starting. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Ryan, my, my position in, in Spring Spirit is um, Ministry Coordinator, and I was there three years this year, almost. 
And yeah, it's very excited. And I'm responsible for running all the ministry in Pitnak. Okay, awesome, great. So to the person who's listening and maybe they've heard the name of Spring Spirit before, or maybe they've never heard it before, they loosely know what it is. Can you kind of give us that 3000 foot view of what Spring Spirit is and what, what y'all do? Yeah, I'll, I'll start here at the, so the term whole child, uh, which has sort of become our term to explain what, um, what we're doing. And that is um, a mind, body, soul approach with mentors to um, just helping provide opportunities to different pathways for youth um, in particular in the Spring Branch community. So um, what that looks like on a day-to-day basis are, is um, ministry programs, um, sports programs with baseball, softball, and soccer, education programs, helping kids with their reading or with um, um, tutorials or uh, even helping them get into college. And, um, and then the mentors sort of come alongside all of that programming and, and help us carry it out. That's great. One thing I think it's interesting that, you know, in the early days of Spring Spirit, it was Spring Spirit Baseball. And around the Chapelwood world, we talked about Spring Spirit Baseball all the time. We were so excited about what God was doing uh, with Spring Spirit Baseball. And to think now, all these years later, we're doing this podcast. And when we think about Spring Spirit, the two individuals we have that we're interviewing are the director of education and the ministry coordinator. And and I think that is so indicative of of the broader vision and the broader reach that Spring Spirit has had. Uh, it's not just about baseball; it really is the whole child. And so I I applaud what Spring Spirit is doing because when to hear you say we're about the whole child is one thing, but there are a lot of organizations, there's a lot of uh, institutions that may use phrases like whole child, but when you peel back the layers, there's no evidence to it. But when you explore and investigate what's going on, uh, whether it's the Pitner Road campus or whether it's the new campus uh, of Campbell Road, which is an old campus for Chapelwood, it's right. it's one of our ministry uh, campuses that that you start to see every child really is lived out in, in all that they're doing. It's great. Yeah, definitely. And, and Saeed has more stories about you know the whole child part of that for sure. But um, you can you can see it, and um, we you know. The way we talked about it before is, yeah, it, when when people used to first come to Spring Spirit, it was the baseball that was the focus. That was the reason, right? And then slowly it's evolved to where that's not necessarily the reason that you're at Spring Spirit. And it can be one of the many other ways that we, we serve the community. Yeah, that's great. So as you can see, the podcast is called Your Why, because we really like to, if you've ever heard of the Golden Circle approach, we really like to see focus on the three questions of an organization, the why, the how, and the what. And we like to work from the why to the how to the what. And so that's what I kind of want to walk through with Spring Spirit today and ask you all those questions. Um, so whenever Spring Spirit started and even to what it is today, what what's that why behind the organization? Why are you all out there? Why do you all have two campuses? You know, what, what you talk about this whole child, but like, why did y'all see that? Okay. You want me to take this one again, Said? <laughs> take it, take it. All right. <laughs> So Kenny Baldwin um, and his wife, Melissa Baldwin, who are uh, longtime members of Chapelwood here, they um, were the founders of Spring Spirit about 11 years ago. And um, basically what Kenny, the success that Kenny has had in his life, not just financially or not just through his career, but just in, in life, mind, body and soul, if you will, um, he attributes that to, to three things. Um, 
three or four things. Mentors, the education that he got, um, the, the way that he got that education was through a baseball scholarship. So there's the sports component and then his faith that was underlying all of it. And so um, Kenny and Melissa wanted to um, respond to the blessings that, that God had given them um, through those three, four areas. And so Spring Spirit, the idea was born so that that same opportunity could be there for um, kids in, of similar backgrounds and similar communities. So uh, Kenny looked, um, identified the area of Spring Branch as a place that he wanted to, um, to, to start Spring Spirit, had a conversation with um, Jim Jackson, who was a, a pastor here at the time. Um, and one thing led to another and uh, Spring Spirit was born out of that. And some relationships were built that Jim introduced uh, Kenny to uh, other Chapelwood members that could help with that also had a passion with that. Um, along the way, they helped start part of the branch or um, get um, get, go- get the branch going over in the, the community. But it all started with this. I had opportunities through um, the different pathways that were provided to me, and I want to give those same that same recipe for success to other kids. That's awesome, and. It's cool to see, like, you know, it's cool to hear the heart behind that and, you know, where those, where the ideas started with and everything like that. And so as you kind of think about that, you know, why, like, you know, that why is, okay, we want to give recipe success to these kids that are going up and how do we give them the right tools and the equipment to do that? How did that, how did that begin to look logistically as um, Spring Spirit formed and then even to what it is today? How do y'all continue to give those recipes for success, those tools to these kids? Uh, I mean, it's the holistic approach that we're talking about. Um, and feel free to jump in, Saeed, if you want. But it's all, I mean, I think that starting with the, the you know, our faith and, our, the, and God's hand in all of it. And, um, you know, that that is sort of laying the foundation for the hope that you need to sort of persevere, right? And um, and so from there, we've got programs that we realize, you know, education is a huge part of helping you um, just change your circumstance and, you know, the faith and then uh, mentors just guiding you through all of that. And so those three things for sure um, are, we just, we just know that that's how you need to lay a foundation for um, successful childhood. I mean, you can see different, um, there's different criteria about, um, you know, statistics about how, how do you create a balanced life for a child? And, um, and I think you'll find that it's definitely all three of those, those aspects plus faith, the component that we all know is necessary. You know, it's, it's interesting to think that you're, you're telling this story of the history of, uh, of the beginnings of Spring Spirit and the influence that, um, that Kenny and Melissa uh, leveraged to, to, to move forward. And you can tell that story. It's a very linear story of, you know, this happened to Kenny when he was young. These opportunities opened up. Um, but when we talk about ministry and we talk about the movement of the spirit, we're not necessarily talking about linear movement, right? We're talking about this multidimensional uh, thing. And, and what's a, 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 such an important part of the story is that at the same time that God was stirring in Kinney's and Melissa's hearts to, to, to do something, God was stirring at Chapelwood. Yes. We, we had, as a part of one of our capital campaigns, had raised money for the Spring Branch Family Development Center and, and had helped get that up off the ground, which is such an important 
part of the community, the cornerstone of the community. And then there was this there was this land that that we had that the intent was that is where we were going to start a church. Because as a church, when we thought about transformation and thought about impact in a community, of course we'd start a church. That's what because our desire was for God's kingdom to be made a reality on earth, just as it is in heaven. And so this property was was sitting there and it was God who was stirring in the church and stirring in Kenny and Melissa. And, and now all these years later, we can look back and say, well, I don't think Kenny and Melissa could have envisioned what God had in store. In store. And I know Chapelwood couldn't have envisioned what God had in store, but, but look at what God has done. And it's just an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness and God's movement um, through through God's children. That's right. And provision, because yeah. as you talk about that, the, the land that you're referencing, those were places, There's Kenny says that there's three areas in Spring Branch that he was sort of looking at um, that would be a place to start Spring Spirit. And the property that um, became Spring Spirit on Pitner that Chapelwood owned was one of them, and he had no idea. So um, that's God was completely in the middle of all of that. Uh, so question I want to ask is, so for a kid today, if they hear about Spring Spirit and they're like, okay, I want to get involved with that. What, what does that look like for a kid walking in today, logistically, um, especially like, you know, as we look at COVID and everything like that and, you know, you know, what is, what has it been like for Spring Spirit over these times and everything like that? Oh. We have different activities. For example, we have opportunities in this moment for via volunteers. Uh, for example, we have a team, it's high leadership team, and we provide disciple to them uh, in, the, in the cases they are in high school. And we, we disciple these, these kids and later uh, we try to create leadership in, in, the, in the lives and the families too, because it's all together. When you, you, when you made that part, these kids, they can service the community. For example, some of them, not in all activities about COVID, but uh, for example, we have in the beginning of airport, we have a, a food van distribution that they, they, some of them arrive and help to the community and they make something. And in this moment, we have the competitive soccer, uh, so baseball and softball with different activities. And we try to create a small groups. Uh, in this moment, the, the window is more open to uh, be together in the, in the area and we can uh, the next month on, in two months we we can create a small groups to uh, stay in, in a pavilion or experience experience um, we have camera in this moment and, and we have different classroom then and we can provide a, a small groups in that part um, the, the the more important part is uh, just to say that is transformation is we we create that part in the family is of course is the whole child with the three three columns, body, soul, and spirit. But if we put Jesus on the center and it, he starts to make the transformation because uh, we are instruments, but the person made transformation is Jesus. And when Jesus is in the center, everything is happening. And we, you can see the land, you can see the money, you can see the kids, the families, and the communities start to be, uh, be transformed uh, in different ways. And uh, for me, the more important is uh, uh, when you put the C, in this case, it chases in each kid, that's the future for the next generation. Is 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 the next uh, leaders for this country of Houston in, in different ways. 
I know we have seen um, significant uh, decrease in, in drop off of of participation in in-person in type activities. And I know that within the school system, the schools that are closer geographically to to Spring Spirit campuses, both the Campbell and Pittner, uh, that we've seen more families choosing uh, virtual than in-person. Ha- have y'all seen an impact where, there, where folks are less interested in coming in person? Uh, and how are you maintaining relationships with folks? It's funny. I, so we um, we've taken to doing calls, monthly calls to the families, and Saeed's part of the team that does that. And it's to build, keep the relationship if we can't be together in person, but then also to to gather information about how we can support the the family during that time. And so part of that, we ask, you know, what did you choose? Did you choose virtual or in person? And um, at first, it was about fifty fifty, and I think. I haven't run the numbers again. It grew a little bit to be more went back in person, the second choice, because they, the, the fear was gone a little bit more. But there's still quite a few um, that are that are doing virtually. And, the, and you know, some are not doing it successfully because they're just not made for virtual school. But, um, I mean, the it is so impressive how we went from no connectivity for so many kids to it's connectivity and it's easy for them. I work, um, I've worked closely with one of the Northbrook High School kids that's a Spring Spirit kid. He's sending me emails. He's very computer literate now in a way that, um, I mean, he wasn't before. And and so uh, I think 50-50 was why it is. Not so sure now, but the, but the fear is in the community for sure. Mm-hmm. Are you finding um, lower participation in some of the programs like you're talking about the uh, the groups, because uh, I know y'all were shut down for a while, like most most organizations mm-hmm. and most groups, um, but y'all have started picking up with, with teams and activities. We have a, a, a low number, but uh, we have, for example, we had a team uh, we call the families, and it's almost 400 families. We call them, and hey, how are you? How is the process you, you are? And another factor is uh, our families, they are very different in different regions. For example, some families, they live in an apartment with two rooms, and sometimes they have four or five children. And you're thinking about, okay, some of them, they have virtual school in this apartment. They are very complicated. I have four kids, and I sometimes I put it, I, I ask you, what the family is doing this? It's, it's very difficult, the process. And... The kids in in one apartment with these situations with no job, stress, and different reasons. And when you call and they say, hey, how are you? How can we pray for you? What is the process? Is sometimes Anna is, is another person, is they made she made a call and is uh you can feel when you when you ask how can I pray for you, you can listen to the, the petition or, or the program, and when you pray. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's different results. And it's, for me, it's an organic church living in the community, in the street. Uh, and it's, it's, it's powerful, uh, that process. Uh, uh, of course, it's, uh, we have uh, a family that don't have fathers. It's, it's only the mother. It's different situations. And, and they say, I want virtual, but they need to go to the school because I need to go to work. Uh, and it's difficult. But it's... Uh, you can see in different family the power of love working every day with every situation and different problems. 
So I imagine with all that contact work, you found that that Spring Spirit is is way more than just programs, teams, uh, mentor. I mean, Absolutely. that it is the, the connection and the impact that's had. It can't be be stopped by a virus. Can't be stopped by quarantine. Can't be stopped by virtual or in person. It, it's that those relationships uh, are so much deeper and so much uh, bigger than than any circumstance we find ourselves in. And, and it's because those relationships are rooted in Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's what it's been. How many months that you've done the calls? We start on October, November, and we start every month uh, with the same different questions with the families. And so it's about about 15 or 20 minutes that, on average that I hear that the call team spends um, on the phone. And I've, and I've heard from Anna and, and anecdotally from you that um, you can see the trust growing in, in the families through those calls mm-hmm. and the, the relationship, which we had when we have you in present in person at Spring Spirit because we see you in person, but um, it's been kind of a magical thing because you can spend time going deeper where there's baseball and you got to watch your other child that's over here and there's so much going on while you're at Spring Spirit. So it may not be a, you know, a full conversation of, of depth, but this has given uh, the calling team that opportunity. So we, um, we know that God's keeping everybody close to us, even if they can't physically be <laughs> close to <laughs> good, us. Good word. That's great. Well, we're going to kind of move into the second part of the interview now and talk a little bit more about y'all personally and how y'all got involved with Spring Spirit. Um, before that, I have a little sponsor segment. Um, your Why is brought to you by You Are Me Coffee, specialty coffee with a purpose. The goal of You Are Me is to partner growers and millers in Miru, Kenya with consumers around the world. Before You Are Me, supply chain limitations discourage locals from cultivating their coffee. We've changed that by eliminating valueless transactions. The other key to You Are Me is ensuring that farmers and millers are compensated with a living wage. We like to think this is the fair as a trade. You Are Me, they've sponsored us this season. It's been great. They make great coffee. Encourage y'all to go out and buy some, support them. They really do a great job of cutting out that middleman and making sure that these farmers in Kenya are getting compensated like what they should and not um, getting cut down on price and getting all of the proceeds. And so if you want to get yourself some, you can go to You Are Me Coffee. That's literally the letters U-R-M-E coffee.com. They have coffee grown in volcanic soil of Muru, Kenya. They have K-Cups, medium to light roast, whole bean coffee, medium to light roast, Limited edition HBS barrel aged whole bean coffee. They are roasting weekly now. You can expect your order to be shipped out within the week of your receipt. So go ahead and go get yourself some. They're helping us out. We want y'all to go help them out. So go ahead and see that. But moving on to the second part of the interview. Yeah, like I said, we want to talk more about y'all. I always think it's amazing to hear the stories of, I mean, as we've just talked about, there's you know life transformations happening, really neat things. Y'all are reaching kids and impacting their lives. And I think it's cool to hear the stories of the people impacting those lives and how y'all got involved with that. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's just the question. I'll leave it up to both y'all to answer individually. But how did you get involved with Spring Spirit? What did that story, what did that journey look like? <laughs> I'm first. Okay. I'm first. <laughs> uh, for me, is uh, everything is starting in 2015. Uh, I'm, I was working in another ministry, uh, it's very big and national. And I, I was in the transition with move to Mexico, uh, uh, with a response for that ministry in Mexico. But when in a few words, this is not happening because, uh, the big donor, they give the money for Mexico is, uh, he died with cancer. 
And in that in that point, I my wife and I we pray and it's okay, guys. We have a because we we made everything to move to Mexico. We have boxes right now in Mexico and suitcase and everything. But uh, we decide, okay, it's it's, it's not happening. We uh, we my wife and I we have a passion for uh, for missions and they say, hey, God, is this is our house? And somebody sent me an email and look the I look the the web for experienced spirit and I like the the part of the the whole chat the, the three columns because I work with different ministries with different organizations or so be a volunteer or, or, or staff and some of them they are very good to in the spiritual way or education or a sport. But for me when I saw oh it's three together in the same ministry, I say, ah, I, I want to be a part of this. And I started the application. I say, I, I, I saw the position for ministry and started the application. I arrived, they started the process. Um, I, I'm in. And, and in a few words is, I believe everything happening, no, it's not a casualty, but it's God uh, show the way. And uh, For me, when I arrived to Spring Spirit, that's amazing. Uh, and I invite me to the last FNL, uh, I was a volunteer the, uh, that day, and I looked the ministry and everything, and uh, it's amazing because you can see the families together, the kids, the spiritual world, the sport, and and the uh, FNL in in the spiritual way, and show uh, the center of Jesus is uh, this is okay. It's it's no because sometimes when you are right, I, I have a, I went a church and and I a part of the church and. Sometimes the kids in classroom, but here is all together. It's like, mm, that's, that's, it's, that's interesting. And, and in the Spanish culture is, you know, it's, it's more uh, funny on different situations, but I love that part, all the family together. And a little I saw the families, the mothers working together, ser- serving the food and, and what it's doing in, in, in the infinite. And I love the, the ministry. And I say, okay, I want to be a part of this. It's, uh, and, and, I saw in different ways the Spirit Spirit made a transformation in the community and I, I, I want to be the part of this. So, Saeed, you mentioned a couple of times FNL. For those who are watching the podcast that don't know, that's Friday Night Live, mm-hmm. right? And that is a worship experience that is part of the whole family and for teens. Um, and I know you all have done parenting sessions on, on those Friday nights as well and, and have really poured into the entire family and it's a ministry that uh, that Chapelwood has has been a part of in in partnership with, yes the spring spirit so be- beautiful stuff going on yes yeah awesome well Laura do you want to kind of give us your story and what that looked like yeah hearing Saeed I think um, I think we're both drawn to the um, the mind body soul um, part of spring spirit for sure and and for me um, mine kind of starts with uh, I grew up um, at first Presbyterian Church here in Houston and they have in some ways, a similar ministry without the sports. Um, it's an after-school program called the Nehemiah Center, and my family was um, involved in serving there um, in different capacities uh, growing up. And I think that triggered something in me. God tr- triggered something in me uh, because I saw how um, the faith component and the education component and the community engagement component that they had was really um, solving some deep problems um, related to poverty in particular. And and I, I loved that. I saw that's the recipe. That's and I and I was drawn to wanting to help in that same way that um, solving sort of um, 
the gaps that you see with um, the, the difference that uh, people that have means versus people that come from a less fortunate background, what, what, um, what that means for them. And um, so I saw that and that kind of in, wasn't my direct path. But um, I in, had that in the back of my mind that I want to be a part of, of something like that um, as I start my, my own career. Fast forward, I ended up getting um, my history degree from UT and um, master's, in or master's in counseling. So I was a teacher for a while and I was a teacher actually in Spring Branch for part of that time, 12 years total um, teaching, but five at Springwoods Middle School. And uh, it's a wonderful place in Spring Branch ISD. It... Um, what I learned there as I um, served a population that is part of the Spring Spirit population is that the teachers are asked to do so much more than what they're able to do in a class period. And and that really drove home for me the need for partnership between nonprofits and the schools because the teachers can't do it alone. And I had seen an example of that in the Nehemiah Center, and I wanted to be part of the solution. And so um, that just became known in in, in with my friends and relationships. And um, eventually I got connected with somebody that said, Hey, I think you really need to, to look into spring spirit. And it was, and it's the perfect match for so many reasons. Um, the education part, I um, was intentional about learning Spanish. Said will say I'm not perfect by any means, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but the education and then the faith component the whole time that, um, that, you know, there, there, it wasn't just about tutoring the kids and it wasn't just about, um, you know, providing a safe space that there was hope provided, um, through, through, you know, biblical teachings. Um, and, and that sold me and I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always think it's amazing to hear the stories of how people got connected with where they're at and to see, you know, connections, uh, like connecting those dots of how God has maybe trained, equipped you or put a desire into you that maybe you didn't realize what that was going to become mm -hmm. and to see like where you're at now. And it's, you know, it's so refreshing to me because as you just think about life, you, you know, it makes me realize there's nothing that is necessarily just a coincidence or anything like that. You don't know what God is priming you for in the future. Right. And uh, it's always, that's what I always like take away whenever I hear those stories. So thanks for sharing. Yeah. Well, and I, I found I just like, I didn't lock myself onto one destiny. Right. Um, God kind of, I, I, for whatever reason, I trusted that, you know, I'm going to create opportunities for me to have a skill set that, um, that I care about and, and God provided, um, you know, for the time being in this way. So, so kind of going back to the question of why I want to ask y'all, what is your personal why? What is the why that you get up and you go to work at Spring Spirit every day that gives you the passion, that gives you the drive to make an impact in these kids' life? And I mean, as COVID has proven for many people, life is hard and it's challenging. And there are times that you probably over the past year that have been very challenging. And so what is that, what is that deep passion, that drive that has allowed y'all to push past that um, in those hard times? Uh, for me, is Two words, life and transformation. Uh, when Jesus, uh, he died on the cross, is he, he made that purpose for move my life and death to life. And sometimes sounds very easy, but in the deep, very deep, it's hard. Uh, my third mistake, uh, I, 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 I can, I, I would like to read something, uh, 
He's in Isaiah 6a. Uh, uh, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who shall I send and who will go for us? And I say, Here I am. Send me. Uh, I remember that part. I was maybe 14 years old. Uh, it's a conference in Mexico because I am from Mexico. And I'm, I listen that verse and everything. And, and I say, God, this is my heart. It's, it's something I can serve you. Take it. And it's only very, very honest uh, pray. But and I, I, I'm really know God. Okay. And he take it. Uh, I, I met my wife. In, in missions in Mexico, come to Houston. I never was thinking come to Mex to Mexico. I was a contact in Mexico there, um, and I I was uh, uh, a good job there. And when I arrived here, I died in all my areas, in my place, in my salary, in my family, in my in my in my culture and everything. I'm a star zero here. And when I arrived here, and is uh, is I is is a thinking about life. Um, transformation and is that I'm here uh, is is the reason uh, when I arrive here and experience experience uh, I got I want to make I, I want to put something you teach me in that process and because I know my pain in my in my past they can they can be medicine for the future uh, and I love the families and I love the kids and the young people. That's, that's is, um, I, in this moment I say it's, it's easy, but you, yeah, I explain the details and the passes, no, God killed every area in my life. I was, okay, you're thinking it's good the morning. Okay, I kill you. Go to move it. And, ah, you're thinking your choice is the best. Okay, I kill you. You need to move it. And God, in a few words, kill all my areas and I say, okay, I need to stop. And that's the way is this, they can use it. It's, Okay, God, I'm here. Anything what you want, and I'm here too for you. That's awesome. I think we're really, really fortunate because you can see that life transformation almost on a daily basis uh, with the work that we do. And, um, you know, it can be just in the way that a child responds to you um, or responds to you about the bad grade you're talking about or responds to how, um, you know, they got, they struck out on the baseball field. Like you, you see those teachable moments transforming um, the kids and the families all the time. Um, and I think that's for me that is what keeps you waking up and, and doing the hard work because you see almost instant transformation. And how how like how lucky are we to see that? Because so many people can can uh, work jobs that they don't experience that on a day to day to day basis, and um, we're fortunate. <laughs> I mean, it's not a job, really. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a job. It's, it's a right. privilege. That's right. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's yeah, it's encouraging to my soul to hear y'all talk about that and to hear just obviously there's passion and love for what y'all are doing and these kids that y'all are making an impact in. And that's it's refreshing for me to see. Uh, so thank y'all for sharing. Of course. Well, as we wind down the interview, I always like to give our guests the opportunity to face the cameras. Um, the cameras, the mics, they are yours. Uh, whatever you wish to say, um, plug Spring Spirit stuff, whatever it is, 
now is your opportunity to do so. You want me to start? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> so what 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 we have at Spring Spirit is an ability to build relationships with families. We've we've talked about that here today. And so so that we can get the families to come. We can get the kids to come. So then we want to offer um, programming that serves them. And um, we've sort of come to the point where we've got to scale all the programming that we have in an affordable way. So what that's meant is just much more volunteer capacity um, that, that we have and that we need to fill. In particular, um, we have a really robust uh, elementary reading program. Uh, right now it's on Zoom and it's worked out really well. Lots of success there. And so the kids um, are on Zoom um, twice a week and um, for 45 minutes with um, a large group of Spring Spirit kids and volunteers. And then they go into breakout rooms and it's uh, one volunteer with four kids and they read on their level. And, um, and we work closely with Spring Branch to make sure that we've got their reading levels correct. Um, and anyway, so we need to do, we want to do that program for about 115 kids. That's our reach goal. And um, we're at 50 right now for this school year. So that would mean four to one ratio. We need about 10 to 12 more volunteers just to finish the school year out. And then this program continues in person usually too. So the reading program, and it's, and it's a really tangible way to see growth too, if you're um, a volunteer. Same thing with mentors. Mentoring is a one-to-one um, one ratio usually. Um, so we ask mentors to come and just walk alongside our kids um, as they grow up. And um, the commitment is to meet with them at least uh, once a month in person and keep communication in between. And, and, and we ask them to kind of help us su um, support the, the kids in various ways with tracking their growth. Um, but that's another big need. And um, the mentor team is doing an awesome job of matching a lot of kids right now. And so that's really exciting to see the, the kids get excited and the mentors get excited. So that's another way. And then I would say you're, you're looking for um, small group leaders for ministry eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I want to say something is, uh, first, I think so is, uh, thank you so much, Chapelwood, with that church. Uh, I, I remember the first day when I met uh, Kenny, and he started to talk about Chapelwood. Mm -hmm. But the way he taught is, is love. It's not only, oh, this church is supporting No, it's really love the church. It's, and, and for me, that's, mm, it's, it's something impact my life and and i know kenny loves chapelwood uh, in different ways in different regions and and I, when i see that is uh, thank you so much for first you pray you support and, and because you are in the community too is we are we are together and i believe that that's the more important part and the other is uh when we pray god show us the way okay we need to support here, we need to do this, or we need to do that. Or, and I find a way in, in unity in the community to make the transformation and show the, that amazing Jesus in the community on the streets. Uh, that's for me is, uh, of course we have, I, I believe every ministry they have different needs, but if we are right together in unity in the body of Christ and see, okay, God, we want to see you face to face and show us what we need to do. I believe we can find the solution. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you all for coming on. 
Let me let me ask a question. So right now the reading buddies, uh, it's being done by Zoom. It is. Mm -hmm. So literally, you could be geographically anywhere in the world, yeah. <laughs> and and be a Spring Spirit Chapelwood volunteer reading with kids in Spring Branch ISD. That's right. Yeah. We. I mean, we said we got to try this out because we don't know if we're going to be able to have the kids in person, and it and it started working, and um and so yeah. I mean. You can be anywhere. Yeah, so that, that I think that's a great call. Is is when we think about right now, particularly, you know, different people are in different circumstances and situations, and um, you may be listening to this podcast because someone forwarded it to you, and 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 you, God may be stirring inside to say, oh, I want to get to know a little bit more, so they can go to the Spring Spirit website, which is springspirit.org springspirit.org <laughs> and they can check that out they can also go to chapwood.org and they can connect because we are a part we're in partnership um this really is we're in partnership with spring spirit um you know i i often tell people that when you think of, of what's going on with spring spirit sometimes you, you can't even see the line that where chapwood ends and spring spirit begins spring spirit ends and chapwood begins because and it's not because um you know, we we had some people that had a, this this great idea. It, it really has come through a lot of hard work to lay down egos, lay down um, you know bragging rights to say what is, what God's doing is important, and and we can do this better together. So, from a church's perspective, we don't need to create a a recreation ministry that is threefold uh, for the whole child. We 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 have one. We're connected with Spring Spirit. Uh, and, and so it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. And one, one more thing I want to just bring up. Uh, I really appreciate from, from the school district side, I appreciate that the partnership that Spring Spirit has brought has not been a, we have a program that we know will work. And so we're going to bring it to the, the district, whether they want it or not. That Spring Spirit, um, like Chapwood, has stepped in and said to the, to the local school district, we're all in this together. We we are servants, and it's been the servant's heart that has come in to say from a district, what is it you need? And, and the reading initiative, which is huge right now within the school district, and, and then the programs that the district has identified uh, that that has shown to work, uh, which I think increases credibility from the for, for both Spring Spirit and Chapelwood in the eyes of the district. So. And for you listening, um, as Joseph said, we will have linked in the description, wherever you listen to this, look in the description, chapwood.org, springspirit.org. We're going to have both those links there. So you can go directly to those pages after this, if that is something that you feel like the Lord might be nudging you towards right now. And so you can go find out more information there. Well, thank you all for coming on. And thanks for sharing your heart, thank sharing you your for story. Invitation. Thank you so much. Yeah, this yeah. is a great way to share good things. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Uh, great interview. Yeah, uh, loved Laura and Saeed. I loved um, really at the end just hearing their hearts behind what they're doing. And we were talking about, a little bit about this in the intro, but just you know, the thing I walk away with is that you know those just, that just passion they have, and that to me, whenever I talk and I see Spring Spirit, their staff has a huge passion for these kids, and they are out there to you know go out of their way to make impressions and give these kids the tools to success that they need and really make transformation in their life. And I think Spring Spirit excels at that. Yeah, I think uh, in a lot of ways, um, what Spring Spirit has done so well 
is they've identified individuals who have a call. Um, you know, Spring Spirit was born out of a dream, um, a dream and experiences of, of an individual and, but it's so much more. It's, it's not on the shoulders of one person, but you, you find up and down the organization throughout these individuals who have, God has placed a call on their lives um, and, and they've responded. And one of the things Saeed said, he, he uh, talked about being instruments. Um, and uh, in a lot of ways, what, um, what Spring Spirit has done is they've identified the instruments and vehicles that God can use and, and they have leveraged those opportunities. And so where we hear Laura talk about education um, being a, um, a, a, she didn't use this phrase, but she talked about it being um, uh, an opportunity for, for, for students as a leg up, you know, kids going to college for the first time uh, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, education is a vehicle for a deeper and, and, and more abundant life, right? And, and baseball for, for Kenny Baldwin was, um, was an opportunity. It, it opened doors for him. Uh, for me, I mean, I'm living proof that baseball opened doors for me. Uh, because I excelled at a particular sport, it opened doors and provided opportunities. And those opportunities God used in shaping me as a leader, um, shaping me in, in learning uh, how to fail. I mean, one of the things about baseball is um, if, you, if you don't learn how to fail, uh, you're not ever going to survive in baseball. You just, you're not. You fail way more than you do uh, succeed in baseball. And so um, you, you have this, the physical and the educational, the mental, and then you have the spiritual aspect where they're, they're using these vehicles and these, in, and these individuals with the mentors as instruments for God to bring about transformation in the community. It starts with individual kid, within their, within their families, within a, a larger community. And, and I believe that, um, that someday when we are uh, long gone past this earth and we are able to, to sit in the presence of God and, and we may have a, a larger grasp on the impact, I believe what we will see is that, that, that generations were changed because of the ministry uh, of Spring Spirit, the ministry of Chapelwood in, in Spring Branch. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's, um, you, you talked about this towards the end of the interview, but like, I, I love, or I've always loved Chapelwood's approach to trying to reinvent the wheel or like Chapelwood decides to go out and partner and support organizations that are already out there excelling and trying to figure out what's, what are ways that we can support y'all in new innovative ways. And um, that's one of my favorite parts of my job is talking to nonprofits mm -hmm. and exploring those avenues and everything like that. And so it, it is cool to see, just like you said, you know, it's so intertwined what Chapelwood is and what Spring Spirit is and, you know, how we support and uplift one another. Yeah. So as we wrap down the podcast, um, as always, we like to turn it over to the co-host with a call to action. So whatever, you know, is on your heart, whatever's on your mind, Joseph, now's your time to, you know, to talk to the audience. So uh, recently as, uh, um, as a nation, we celebrated a national holiday in, in Al-Qaeda. Um, and, Around our country, we had um, individuals uh, replaying the I Have a Dream speech 
Um, and within the church world, when we think about dreams, um, sometimes we dismiss those too easily. Um, sometimes we dismiss those as uh, just a, a bad meal that didn't sit right with us and, and created some really wonky dreams. But throughout Scripture, we also know that God uses dreams. One of the things that I love about the story of Spring Spirit is um, that in a lot of ways, God was using a dream that was planted uh, in the heart of, of one of God's children. Um, a dream that at the time, I don't know if, if Kenny Baldwin would ever say that he could have envisioned God doing what God has done to this point. Um, but Kenny, as a member of this body of Christ, uh, found here uh, the type of climate that was willing to encourage, uh, partner, support, and and send out. Um, and when when I think about what God has done in Spring Spirit a, as a pastor at Chapelwood, I have a lot of uh, a lot of gratitude that that we serve in a community like this. And so my call to action would be for our listeners um, to not dismiss dreams. Uh, that God may, uh, and not God may, that God is actively planting seeds and dreams uh, in, in the hearts and minds uh, of his children. Um, don't dismiss those dreams. Don't dismiss them if they seem too big. Don't dismiss them if they seem too hard. Don't dismiss them if they seem too far out of reach. Um, embrace those. Uh, nurture those, those dreams. As, care for them as, uh, as if it was a seed planted in soil that uh, is, uh, is needing tending. And, and see what God uh, may be up to. And just like in our interview today, we were able to identify that while God was at work um, in, in the heart and conversations of Kenny and Melissa Baldwin, that God was at work at Chapelwood as well on a on a parallel track, and at the time we didn't realize that those tracks were actually were, were were so closely aligned that they were were one and the same. Um, and so, um, don't uh, underestimate uh, the ability for God to not only plant dreams but also to help make those dreams come into fruition. So the call to action is uh, embrace those dreams as um, uh, something that God may be calling you to and, and don't shy away. Yeah. I mean, what a great message. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as we've always said at the end of the episode, this is not just a conversation between me and Joseph. This is not just a conversation between me and Laura or me and Saeed or whoever the guest is, whoever the co-host is. This is a conversation between us and you're included in on this conversation, yeah. right? That's, you know, was the heart behind this was to share amazing stories of how God's worked through Chapelwood, how it's worked through different organizations. But in that same time, you to hear that nothing's really too big for God to do. <laughs> you hear these amazing stories and as these people, as anyone on here has said, there was nothing special about them. There was nothing that made them you know, something that 
that's not in you. You know, it's just a faith in God. It's following whatever God gives you those little nudges. Do you follow it? Whenever God places a dream on you, do you dis- do you dismiss that dream or do you just say, Hey, I'm going to follow this. I'm going to see where this takes me. And sometimes it takes you in a direction you never even saw coming. Right. And those are the crazy times. Those are the wild roller coasters. And so this is like always people go and find your why. That's what this is. Podcast is encouraging you to go and explore. And in order to do that, and hopefully in order to invite more people in on this conversation, we encourage you to subscribe. We encourage you to leave a review, to like, to share, to tell your friends, Hey, go listen to this you know, uh, podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Chapwood. You and, at Chapelwood underscore UMC underscore serving and at on Facebook at CUMC serving. And so, you know, like always people go and find your why. Real quick, before we sign off, tell me, uh, you have any big plans for season four? Um, <laughs> no uh oh, it's a teaser it's a cliffhanger uh, Evan. That's let's good. cut let's take this over hey you got any big plans for season four yeah we have amazing <laughs> huge just huge huge huge, huge so huge that you know i'm gonna no, don't, no, no, I, I know you want to tell us some of your guests don't i won't hold us hold, hold us in suspense yeah uh but i would tell all your listeners if they haven't subscribed they not only need to subscribe, that they need to get three to four friends subscribed. That's true. Listen, this is, you know, this is a great, you, you're on a Friday night, you don't have anything else to do, invite some friends over, just oh. turn on the podcast, start a great conversation, you know? What about date night? Date date night, great. Date night, this could be your date night podcast. This is great, yeah, you know, so go and do that, go, we've got three seasons of content now, you know, there's- oh. There's so much. Hey, if you've listened to an audio form, go ahead and go listen. Go watch in the video. We do video as well. So, you know, go on Facebook, go on YouTube, watch the video version of this. Evan, you know what? You've got a face for audio. I mean, video. <laughs> no, I, 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 can, I can agree with that. Uh, <laughs> no, you look good in HD. Thank you. I, I've often thought I was more of a uh, of a 720, 720. Uh, standard That's, def kind of guy. Um, season two, we were in 720. Now, oh. we're, now we're in 4K. Oh. 4k 4k but yeah get ready for season four we're gonna be great. back sometime in the spring you're gonna have me back right of course uh <laughs> you've been on every season so far we'll see where that goes but um also as we wrap down i do want to give a shout out to ruby and jeff uh, who have been helping us always behind the scenes and help us set up Ruby helps us whenever we are recording with the audio and Jeff, you know, gets us set up with all his nice equipment and everything like that. So huge shout out to them. We couldn't do this without them. Uh, you know, yeah. So we'll see y'all next season. Peace, love and podcast.